Hey, what's up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Rocket Live. I am your host, Chris Vaglio, and I appreciate each and every one of you for taking the time today to listen to an episode of the Rocket Live podcast. As always, today's interview was audio taken from a video that I did with my guest. So three quick things I just want to let everybody know of at the top of the show. Number one, you can always watch all of the video versions of these interviews over on the Rocket Growth Agency YouTube channel, and you can access the link directly to this interview by using the link in the show notes. And also while you're there too, please feel free to hit that subscribe button so that way you get notified every single time a new video is uploaded to the channel. And also please hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to this podcast. Number two, if you enjoy the show and want to help and support the podcast, two ways you could do that is using the link in the show notes and heading over to buy me a coffee. And over there, uh, you can feel free to buy me a coffee and, and set whatever amount that you would like or that you feel most comfortable with. And another way that you can support the show is you can head over to my merch store, uh, which you can access through the links here in the show notes. And feel free to buy a piece of merchandise. We have all kinds of cool branded Rocket Growth Agency and Rocket Live merch over there. And uh, every time you buy a piece of merch, you're not only supporting the show, but we also do donate a portion of the proceeds to local charities here in New Jersey. And number three, if you're a creative business professional right now that's listening to this and you need help creating a rock star business and brand that will help you get noticed, feel confident and bring in more clients, then I definitely want to talk with you. Please feel free to use the link in the show notes and schedule a free 30 minute consultation with me as I'd be happy to help to get your business rocking. Now with that, Let's start the show. Yes, I am finally here. I've been so waiting for this interview for the longest time. I'm so happy to have you on. I have uh, Karen McFarlane Holman on my show today. This is awesome. I have a true rock and roller on here, the punk rock scientist herself. (laughs) Ah, Awesome. I can't it's wait to see I know, I know. We've been talking about doing this for so long. I mean, I think we started talking about getting you on the show like back in like March or something like oh, that. Yeah. Like no, maybe and, even before and you, that. And you scheduled me in and I had, you know, my schedule changed. And then I tried to get back in and you were, you had so many people lined up. It was like, whoa, July, <laughs> dude, you're rocking it. Oh man. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a busy schedule, but you know, I'm so glad we finally have you on. I've been dying to have, I mean, like I said, we've been talking about this forever, like when we met and so let's get into it. Karen McFarland Holman. Hello. Hi, welcome. Chris. Welcome. Welcome. So glad to have you on the show. Uh, as I said, and so Karen and I, and I, once again, I say this all the time. I feel like it's been a long list of guests coming on the show with all the cool new people I've met on clubhouse and you're definitely one of the most awesome people I've met on Clubhouse. Like you and I connected like so fast, like on yeah. on Clubhouse, and and I think it's just definitely for our affinity for punk rock and just all things being uh you know being the misfits that we are. And I love uh, your whole what you're doing. I mean, you're you're uh, you're a professor. You're involved in chemistry. You're doing science experiments with kids. You're becoming a TikTok viral star. Uh, you're recording music. I mean, you got it all going on. 
It is a lot, but I got to say, um, you know, when, when people are like, how do you do so much? It's, it's, it's easier than you think. And I think part of it has to do with, I don't watch a lot of TV. I don't watch, watch a lot of movies. So I have to miss out on some things, but um, it's totally doable. Yeah. But I mean, listen, you're, you're doing all kinds of stuff. You're involved in a lot of cool creative projects and, yeah. and you're an educator. You're out there like teaching people some real science, which is, which is really cool. Cause I think the first time you, we met, you're like, uh, I'm punk rock. I'm like the punk rock chemist. And, and I was like, wait, you got to explain this. And, and that's when you start telling me about all the things you're doing and the chemistry for kids uh, programs that you run. And and then I've been just, you know, following all your awesome videos that you've been making. So uh, let's let's start a little bit with because, I mean, you did a TEDx talk. I mean, you have really done a lot of just very cool, um, interesting things um, over over your career. And I would love to talk a little bit about that. So why don't we start um with the the chemistry side of things because what what got you involved in, in chemistry and science in the first place yeah i gotta say it was just it was instilled with me and one of my earliest memories is when my dad was making the rounds there are four of us kids he's making the rounds just to give us a good night story and i was like six years old and he comes in and he's like karen what story do you want to read tonight and i was like no, tell me about what happens with food after Shag eats it. Shag was our dog. <laughs> and I'm positive my dad was just like, you know, now I'm a parent. And so I know he was probably so tired and he right. just wanted to like pull out a book and just read the book. But he's an awesome dad. So he went and got paper and he drew out the whole digestive tract and he taught me all that. And I went to bed that night just looking at the ceiling going, that was the best good night story ever. And I have just loved science ever since then for my whole life. Yeah, that's awesome. Because for me, I mean, I always liked science, but it was always a, it was definitely a subject I struggled with in, in school for sure. It was like, I was good until it's time to take the test. Then that, that was when I didn't do so. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I did. So first off, elementary school, we had basically no science. Yeah. I didn't like the science classes in middle school. And high school, there was one, maybe two science classes I liked. So it's it's just one of those things that's part of my mission of, you know, going on Instagram and TikTok and all this is I want to make science fun and accessible and that it is something that is attainable and doable by anyone. Yeah, which I think is really cool because I love how um, you, you really break it down and, and, you know, watching your videos, see, even it's like, and I know that, you know, a lot of stuff you do, but like is aimed at, you know, definitely kids, uh, younger people, but like, mm -hmm. like I watch your videos. I'm, I'm like, I can totally understand this. Like, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, yeah. I, I, and I'm a grown adult, but like, I love the way you present it though. And like, just total, like, you know, you're not like using every like big dictionary term and trying to sound like the smartest person. Like you're really just breaking it down in a, in a level that, you know, not only can kids understand, but like anybody can absolutely understand. Mm -hmm. I love that you say that because that's really my goal. And, and part of it, I got that from when I was first had this idea for this kids science program. And I started doing, I went live every day on Facebook talking about science a year ago. It was last uh -huh. July. And adults were like, this is so cool. And when I started this kids science program, the, the adults were like, I want to do it too. And some parents and adults 
did do it. Like they were there every week with their kids because they liked it. So that gave me really good feedback that this is something that really is for everyone. Yeah. I mean, I mean, listen, science is for everyone. I mean, everybody should know about the, the basic workings of everything going on around them from, I mean, there's so much when you think about chemistry, I mean, we live, it's in our everyday lives, um, yeah. dealing with chemistry, dealing with science and things like I, I saw recently too, even like how you explain, like, cause I know you're, you're in uh, you're in the Oregon area and mm -hmm. that's, um, I saw your whole video on how you explain the, the recent like heat dome heat wave that you just had yeah. out there, like about a week or so ago. And even I thought that was like, wow, you broke that down better than how they broke it down, like uh, on, on the news. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that might be because I'm not a meteorologist. I'm interested yeah. in it, but I don't know. You know, so I what I did is I did some research. I went into the NOAA website. I looked in um, National Geographic mm -hmm. and then I put it all together for myself and then I shared it to people. So it's not like I know that much, but I do know how to go out and find out things and then assimilate them and mm -hmm. share them in a way that I think is accessible. Yeah. And I think, um, I need another great example of that too is, uh, and you know, and you've been on TikTok, and I, and I, and I've had, um, a few people out here who have also been using TikTok. I mean, I use TikTok mm -hmm. as, as a way to, you know, send out a message and have some fun. I mean, I, I put out a, a pretty good mix of, of different things and I'm just having fun with Thank it and experimenting with it and, and stuff. But I, I love how you're using it too. Like you're also doing it, like putting out some really good information, having fun with it. And most recently you did a really, you did a really great video of, of, on uh, the, the vaccine and magnets, which was a really cool thing to do. Cause it was like a great way of really dispelling like kind of what's going on and, and all that and that, but that video is, has taken off. I mean, that's got something, yeah. I think last time I checked, it was like 1.5 million views or something like that. It's like way up there. Yeah. Yeah. That was, that has been, and still continues to be a wild ride. I got to say, I had no idea it would go hog wild so quickly. I, um, and, and this is where it started. So I'm, I'm not going out there as a proponent for any vaccines right. for or against, like, that's not my job. That's not, I feel like that's a really personal decision mm -hmm. and everything about getting vaccinated. Like that's your, we don't go around telling all about our medical histories and all that, unless we want to. So I just, I feel like that's everyone's decision, but there was something that started happening that did have to do with, science and with something I know a lot about. And that is because my PhD is in the chemistry of metals. And I teach about metals and I teach about iron and I teach about magnetism and for we're talking for 20 years. Yeah. And so when people started talking about how the vaccines were magnetizing you, I ha I could not be quiet about it. I just, I had to make a video. And this was the trick is on TikTok, you're only allowed 60 seconds. Right. So I had to hone in on what could I talk about in just 60 seconds that gets my point across this thing that I just, I it was burning inside yeah. of me. I had to tell people about. And, um, and it was essentially that it would, it is impossible for the volume of the vaccine to go into you to hold any amount of something magnetic that would cause a magnet to stick. That's, that's, was the basis right. of what I was saying. 
But wow. So I did it in the afternoon. I woke up the next morning, 44,000 views and hundreds of seething comments. I know I've read, I've read some of the comments. (laughs) Oh, oh, just all this stuff. And it actually, it triggered me. Like I felt, oh, you know, I, I, that never happened to me before. Right. Now that there are, I don't know, thousands of comments and and a million views and all that. And and I see those comments and I can just kind of chuckle or whatever. And other people are commenting on them. I don't even have to comment or say anything back. There are people coming in. Yeah. You could just take a back seat to it and just let, let, let them work it out on its own, you know, (laughs) but yeah, I I started because I was interested in seeing like what, you know, I mean, I, I figured I'd assume some of the comments you'd be getting even before once I started looking at the comments and I'm just like literally scrolling and shaking my head and like laughing and be like oh my god oh my god like you know and it's just it uh, people never cease to amaze me but it, it is a really great video um because it's it just totally in real time <laughs> disproves um you know something like basically that's an urban legend you know and you know how easy it is for things to just spread like wildfire mm-hmm. on on the internet so if it's on the internet it must be true so uh, you know, mm-hmm. of course, like there, no, no, no substantiated fact. It's just on the internet, so therefore it's true. But I, I even loved at the end too, with like the whole like you know magnet, and you're like you know, but a stick or a piece of tape works really well. I, it's just I highly <laughs> encourage everybody uh, who's listening and watching this uh, to go check out uh, Karen's uh, TikTok channel, uh, which is over at Science Rockstar. If you go over to TikTok, because not only does she have that video, which is the one that's like really gone viral, but she's got other really fun videos on there too that are are just uh, I, like I said, I, I feel like the way you present science and do experiments and and share things like that are just it's just really great, and you you will learn something I, every time. I, I mean, even like your 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 heat dome thing, I I, I learned about, so I thought yeah. that was just cool. So um, I mm-hmm. definitely recommend that. So if you're and especially too with your kids, like this is something you can actually watch with your kids too. Yeah. Hey, do you want to do a, a live science experiment for the people who get to? I was see just going to say because you were teasing a, a little live science experiment, so I'd love to see it. And I just want to say, hey, to Chris Roush, kick-ass hey. rock star. Yes. Thanks, brother. You're kick-ass. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for checking in. Uh, yes, let's do a live science experiment. I'm, I'm, I'm chomping at the bit. Yeah, let's do. Okay, so I just and that's kind of like I brought up my water here, and I'm like, oh, casually so, sipping my water. Science. Well. If you'll notice, I'm trying to put like a light background behind it. This is um, a nice, has a beautiful blue hue to it. And that is because I took this glass of water and I took my butterfly pea flower tea and I put some of those flowers in it and that extracts some of the, the beautiful pigment from these flowers in here. So when it's just regular water and there's nothing else in it it has this beautiful blue color and i'm i'm trying to can you see that it's blue i'm just trying to i can see it i can see it when it's i can see the backlight coming through i can see it's blue okay right on okay so um what i'm going to do is i have some lime here um and by the way you can do a similar kind of thing if you have a gin and tonic lots of people do this so um but just with water or if you make it into a tea if it's hot and it's steeping in there um and then you you're like ooh i want um i want to get a little bit of my yummy lime or you could do this with lemon as uh-huh. well so 
And my lime is sinking to the bottom. Okay, gosh, I hope you can see. I can see. Yeah, there we go. And it turns this lovely purple pink color. Oh, wow. Yes. So look at that. So for anybody who is uh, is, is listening to this, uh, basically what, what Karen's done is take a glass of water that was 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 a blue hue and mm -hmm. uh, used lime, mixed it in, and now it is purple. Yes. So this wow. is another, yeah, another um, thing that is done with these butterfly pea flowers mm. is there's a, um, there's a Harry Potter restaurant bar. I think it's in New York city. They just opened one in New York. I haven't been there yet, but they, okay. they just opened it. Yeah. And they do something like this and they call it magic and they, you know, and they, they have some cool yeah. uh, way of describing it and all of that. But um, this is essentially just an, an acid base reaction that's going on. And one of the videos that I did is that um, I took this, do you know those um, contraptions you can buy soda stream and it injects carbon dioxide yes. into water? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So essentially what I did is I took, I took this glass of blue, so it's just regular water and, um, and put the pea flowers in it. So it was blue. And then I put it in the soda stream and the soda stream injected carbon dioxide into it. Right. And it turned pink. Oh, and wow. So how I tied that together was acidification of oceans that if we have a lot more carbon dioxide in our atmosphere, it does dissolve into natural waters and it does acidify our oceans. So I talked about it in the context of that and showing how that color change, then you can actually see how it does become more acidic. Yeah, that's very cool. And I, I love too. It's like, so that, and that's just using all like natural stuff. You're not using any food color or dyes or anything like that, which I think is, you know, I, which a lot of times you would think, oh, well, you just, you just add some food coloring to that, but that's, that's not it. I mean, you're literally using a, a tea and then a line. <laughs> yep, exactly, exactly. Yeah, and that's actually one of the things. So in my kids science program called Science Rockstar Kids, that is one of the pillars, I guess I'll call it, is that you don't need a bunch of fancy equipment. You don't need to buy expensive instruments or anything like that, that you can do a bunch of really cool science with everyday household non-toxic items. And, um, and you can have a lot of fun with it. That's awesome. So, and when you're doing this too, so I know that, um, you know, you're doing these experiments and things and you've got the, the chemistry for kids now with chemistry for kids, just to understand. So is that a program that you run and then kids come in or is that something you offer to schools? Like how does chemistry for kids work? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So this is a brand new program that I just ran for the first time this past school year. So it just finished and it was specifically for families coming in to start. So it could expand. And I have actually talked to um, various institutions about what could be done um, there. But uh, so far, it's just been families, which was really nice during the height of the pandemic when mm. Kids, first off, they weren't even going into school, you know, and interacting with people at first, at least where I lived. Um, but they weren't getting any hands-on science. Like if they if they were going in person, one of the first things that gets dropped is science. And so right. 
Um, this was giving them a way that they could do a science experiment every week and they could explore and ask questions and, and do all that hands-on stuff that's so important. And if people want to find more information about that, that's at science rockstars, uh, kids, right.com. Or science this... rockstar kids. Yep. Yeah. Science rockstar kids. Yes.com. And, uh, on there, you can find all the information about, uh, this program that, that Karen has mm -hmm. set up. Cause it is, it is very cool. And there's, uh, you know, just, I've seen previews of it and I gotta tell you, if I, if I, my daughters were, uh, probably a little bit younger, I, I, <laughs> actually a lot younger, I would probably do this for them, but now, now they're just, you know, they, they do their own thing, but it, but it's a very cool thing. And I think it was very neat that, you know, it was something that you sort of developed, um, and there was a need for this door, you know, and the pandemic mm -hmm. isn't over, but I mean, it seems like a lot more people are going back to school now and all that, but this is still something what actually I can see, like still be thriving in, in inside of, uh, schools, because I mean, you know, I, I mean, why, why wouldn't somebody or even a teacher have someone come in and you could beam in and do your thing. And I think it's just, it's a great program. Yeah, I think it's really important for elementary school ages, yeah. and, which is part of why I chose it. So I'm a chemistry professor and I've been teaching college for 20 years. But when I had the chance to think about, wow, I could start this business. I was on a leave of absence from my mm -hmm. at the university. And I thought, okay, what age group really needs this? There's high school I could do, there's middle school I could do, there's elementary I could do. And I ended up choosing elementary school for a couple of reasons. And one of them actually had to do with the fact that these studies show, and this is specifically for girls, I don't mean to leave boys out, but there are studies that show that girls around the age of five or six, up until then, they're super excited about science and engineering and math, right. and they don't see any restrictions, and they are super stoked about it. And what happens over the years? There is this decline, decline, decline. So the these this result by the National Science Foundation, it was I think it was seventy five percent of right. these young girls really liked it. And then if you look at women in those careers, and especially if you go in, if you include physics, engineering, it's down. It can be as low as ten percent in some wow. of those. Or less. So there's something that's happening. And so I felt strongly like, wow, I can do this for all kids. But if I can have an impact on any of those girls that might have lost interest, uh, I will be so happy. And, um, and that's really it. It's just it's doing it. It's feeling confident about it. It's, it's feeling like, wow, this is everywhere. And, and science is applicable to any of your interests, anything. And you saw yeah. my, my guitar talking about yeah. the science the guitar and you know so it's not just a nerdy sciencey thing <laughs> i mean i loved the nerdy sciencey part but some people don't but it's really everywhere so yeah and but i i think that that uh you said something key there which was the data suggested that you know when when um you know girls get into it at a younger age it seems to you know they're very interested in it it seems like they kind of stick with it even though there's a little bit of decline but it's like you had your own experience where you were saying at six, like you were interested in it and, and you, you stuck with it. You stuck all the way through it. And you know what I'm wondering if it just has to do with like, you know, culture itself and society as a whole, but like, you know, sort of, you know, the distractions that happen or they just find that they're interested in other things and, you know, may not find it as a viable uh, profession. You know, I, I'm wondering what you, you, at, you, 
you bring up a really good question as to why specifically, you know, women don't, women don't stick with it past like high school and then even, college, you know, and so on and so forth as a professional career. And it's definitely, and I, and I'm, I'm sure it's probably many variable factors there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. There's definitely, um, sometimes it's mentors. They don't see themselves mm. as a scientist and, right. um, and sometimes it's the support that they do or don't get. And, and it can also just be, oh, I don't wanna, I don't wanna be an engineer. And so this is the thing. My mission, I'm not out there to make everyone into a scientist. Like they don't, right. they don't need to be scientists. That's totally okay. But I will say that just like with writing and speaking, if you can get some really good fundamental scientific processes in you, mm -hmm. that will serve you in the rest of your life in anything. So it's- I agree. I agree with that. I, that's actually a really cool statement to make because that is, it's like, it's like learning basic common sense and survival skills. Like, you know, mm -hmm. it's like, hey, listen, you don't need to become a martial arts expert to learn how to like, you know, do some moves to, to escape and survive something. And and uh and you know basic survival things like you don't have to become a survivalist and go live in the woods and and do this to like learn yeah. some basic survival skills if you're in a situation where you need to escape or survive whatever it is and i feel like that this is the same kind of a thing where like yeah. listen having a basic understanding of science and how it works in your every single day to use it in situations that you know who knows what you'll be able to what you'll need it for but like having a most basic understanding of it it, it could be life-saving. It could, it could help someone in need. It's could help explain the, a, a question to something that you don't have an answer for. You know, I think we've all gotten like, well, I'll just Google it. I'll just Google it. And it's like, yeah, it's cool, but it's not always the right answer, right? It's, it's not always like, it's going to lead you a video on YouTube that may not exactly be the, the right answer. Exactly. Yeah. And knowing how to, how to go. And I always look at various sources and then you can kind of start seeing what's going on and that one of them might be a little bit incorrect and then you can kind yeah. of bring it all together. So all of that is, yeah. it's, it is really crucial. Yeah. Sometimes it's like, you know, just knowing to like not combine like certain cleaning agents with one another, you know, it's oh. like that mistake, you know, and it's like you, <laughs> right. you gash yourself right out of the house. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that's yeah, funny. Another myth that I'm looking to dispel, and I'm still doing more research on it, but this mm -hmm. whole idea of right brain, left brain. Right. So first off, that's been shown to just not be true. And that a lot of times people say, oh, I'm not a, um, I'm not a science person. I'm not an analytical person. I'm a, a creative type. I'm an artist. And it's like, no, no you need creativity. <laughs> Thank to you. do science. Thank and you. I was just, yeah, you make yeah. such a great point. Yes. I, I, I love this statement because this is so true. I mean, you and I both deal with this and, and, you know, I get it a lot from people saying, well, of course you could do this, Chris, you're creative. You were, you are, you know, you're in music. You, um, you were in film and video for, for years. Like, of course you could do all this. And I'm like, that doesn't mean that, um, you know, that we're not uh, creative, you know, I mean, that we're that you can't be creative. It's like everybody is creative in their own way, just because I do these things. And, you know, you make music, which I'm going to talk, which we're going to talk about, like, 
doesn't mean other stuff can't function. It also means that doesn't mean that you can't do those things either. Or like you don't even have it's like if you don't have to be making music, you don't have to be making videos or films. Like you could just be like, you know, writing or creating graphics, or I, I don't there's a thousand ways to create, you know. And I think even yeah. what what you're doing, like, you know, science, like there are I guess absolutes in science as far as mathematics go. But then there's other things that are like really based on theory and experimentation. And I don't know, it may work. It may not. That's why we experiment to prove uh, hypotheses and theories, which are born out of creativity and thinking about like, Hmm, I wonder if this would work or here's a question. Well, the only way to solve it is to figure it out and test it. And it's, that's creativity. Totally. Oh yeah. And looking, trying to figure out new approaches or coming in from different um different experiences, different perspectives, creativity. Yeah. I mean, creativity, like what you get as an end product, whatever that is, is still comes out of the same framework and line Mm -hmm. of thinking, you know, whether it's, I want to write a song, I want to make a movie, I want to make a podcast, I want to paint a picture, I want to write a book, I want to do a a science experiment, I want to solve this problem, I want to, I don't know, fix my car, like (laughs) whatever. Whatever that is, like, you know, it, it, I want to build this thing. Engineering, like, are you mm-hmm. kidding me? Like, of course you need, like, there's absolutes in science with that. But, like, you, you know, to dream up how something is built or constructed, like, that's take creativity and vision. Like, that's oh, not just, that. you know, like, it doesn't get to that unless you start with, like, an idea, which is what creativity is at the end of the day. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And you bring up the engineering and you think about architects and they try to fold in beauty with the architecture and with the engineering. Like, I just love stuff like that. So we do have a question uh, from Thomas McFarlane. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us about Dr. Mae Jemison. Am I saying that right? Yes, yes. So this Mae Jemison, Dr. Mae Jemison, she was the first woman of color in space, and she was a dancer. And we're talking high-level Alvin Ailey production, like high-level dancer, Mm -hmm. where she could have chosen that as her career, um, but she got her degree in chemical engineering from Stanford, and she then went on and got her MD and then became an astronaut with NASA. So That's she is awesome. one of my heroes, just absolutely amazing. And, um, and so now she, is, she does a lot of talks, goes around and um, she's a proponent for you know, where are we going into the future and bringing together creativity and science, everything that we've been talking about. So I'm guessing that's why that's my brother, Tom. Hi, Tom. <laughs> hey, Tom. <laughs> um, yeah. So that might be why he brought that up because she does really hold those two things dear together and how important they are. Yeah. And I, and, and that, that is a great example. And um, because it is, it's blending creativity once again, with I mean, listen, it all like anybody once it, it, we've been talking about it. It's like, if you say you're not creative, I'm going to call you a liar because you are, you just maybe haven't figured out what your creativity is. But a lot of times I don't think people don't often think about the things that they're doing as creative, you know, like they're already doing it. And it's just recognizing it for creativity. But a lot of times people's definition of, of creativity is, you know, art, like, you know, what the end product is, which is, you know, sort of the big ones, video, music, audio, uh, you know, 
painting, books, like, but there's other forms of creative expression that people don't always identify as creative expression. Yeah. Yeah. And as, as a segue, I, there was, um, uh, women's national women's month is February, right? Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, so there was, it's one of those ones. Yeah. Um, so my point is that there were some people that I knew in the Pacific Northwest, um, some women put together this, uh, every day they were trying to get all of the women artists, musicians that they knew to write a song about a woman that inspired them. And so I wrote a song about Mae Jemison and I recorded it. And it's just, it's, it's the first time I had ever performed solo in my mm-hmm. life. I've always been in a band. So yes. that was a little unnerving and outside of my comfort zone. Um, but I did do that. And I, as my thank you to Mae Jemison, I still, I doubt she's ever seen it. I should try to share it with her. I was just going to say, you should send it to her. Yeah. You have yeah. to send that to her. I mean, you know, who wouldn't be flattered about having a song written about them? Seriously. <laughs> you should absolutely send that to her. I'm going to hold you accountable. I'm going to give you okay. one week to send this to her. And I'm going to follow up with you in one week to make sure okay. you've done it. Thomas is watching. Thomas, you're going to help me out. She's got one week to send this off to her. (laughs) Yes. Yes. We're both holding her accountable. All right. I will do it. (laughs) Yes. All right. Good. Very good. And everybody else who's watched this and listened to this and and is going to watch the replay is also heard it. So everybody's going to be flooding your inbox a week from today. Did you send the song? Did you send the song? So there you go. Yeah. And and if anyone wants to see the song, it's on my YouTube channel. I have two YouTube channels, but it's on my one called Professor K Science. Awesome. And then once again, too, in the show notes, um, and, and if you're watching this live, too, in the post, there's a link to all of Karen's links in there. So you can access her website, her YouTube channels, her TikTok, all of that. And if you're listening, once again, yeah, in the show notes, all these links will be there. So you'll be able to check it all out, including the link to hot sheets yes hot sheets yeah so let's talk about hot sheets because this is your uh this is your 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 punk band man i love this i i write all the time like i wish i was in this band i want to be in this band. like every time you guys post stuff i get such like band envy because i haven't played in a band since like 2000 but i see other people being in bands and i'm like oh man i want to be in a band again (laughs) but you guys look like you're having so much fun every time you post all the videos and uh so talk about hot sheets Mm-hmm. Yeah. So Hot Sheets is my all-girl punk band. And so I've been playing in punk bands since 1995. Long time with hardly any breaks in there. I'm always moving from one band to another. Or if I'm not in a band, I'm like trying to put together a band. Like a true musician. <laughs> there, was, there was a point I'm like, oh, I should take a break. And then I found like all my evenings were spent like calling people, hey, do you play drums or whatever? So, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I, um, but, and over this time, so my very first band was with my roommate, Kelly and Tim, and uh, we were a girl fronted band, but we weren't an all girl band. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, I just thought, and I think it's because L7 was really, when I saw L7, right. this all girl, like, hard rock grunge band from the 90s. I mean, they're still around. I see them play, but that's when they started, um, late 80s. And I saw them and I was so inspired. And so I think I just thought, how cool would it be to have an all-girl band? So Mm -hmm. years go by, decades go by, still don't have an all-girl band. And part of 
it's really difficult to find a punk rock drummer who's female. It's it's just rare, and and especially yeah. where I live um, in Salem, Oregon. So I thought I'm just gonna learn drums, and I'll be the drummer. You know, even though I'm a guitarist, I, if this is how it's gonna happen, I gotta right. make it happen. Right. It makes so, sense. It makes sense. Yeah. So I um. So I started getting drum lessons from my friend, Doug. Well, at the very first drum lesson, he starts talking about this band he's starting with this other friend, David. And I was like, oh, tell me more. Do you need a guitarist? <laughs> so I ended up that just essentially got me into this band that was forming City of Pieces. I'm still in that band and I love that band. And that band's like awesome. But at the same time, you know, I still like thinking, oh, right. I want this girl band. Okay. Well, my dear friend, Jamie, one time we're at a show, we're at a bar and I'm like, oh, I wish, it, you know, I'm talking about it again. And she slams down her beer and she's like, fuck it. I'll be your drummer. And so she went out and she got a drum kit. She learned drums. And then my, or our friend Jessica was like, oh, I want to start playing bass. And so Hot Sheets was born. And that was five years ago. Wow. I can't believe it's so been five funny. years. Holy. Yeah. You guys are, uh, I mean, I listened to what you guys have and you were just in the studio. I was watching all the behind the scenes uh, yes. uh, social posts of you, you going into the studio. So what, what is, um, what, when is that coming out? Yeah, yeah. So we have we do have one EP out that came out a couple of years ago. And then yes, we're freshly out of the studio. And so right now it's in the mixing phase. Mm -hmm. So rough mix and then yes, yeah, so finalized. So I'm guessing um just because the studio is getting there's some updates. So yeah. they're gonna have right. to take some extra time. So I'm guessing it'll be about six weeks. All right. So new hot sheets yeah. music on the way. Yes, yes. And really this is I'm so it. proud of this. The, this is some good work coming out. So that's cool. Yeah. And it looks like you guys are having a ton of fun, which is which oh. is the point. Which is which is which is the point. That's why you do music. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it is a blast. I love those women. Nice. Yeah. And uh and uh, yeah, they, they seem like a great group. And, and I've been as I've said, I've watched a lot of the videos that you guys have posted from practices and and I saw some of the stuff that you did at the recent show that you just did, uh, which was, uh, you know, I guess one of your first shows in, in many years, because or at least over a year because of, of COVID. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, yeah, that that was really cool. So I definitely urge everybody to uh, once again, use the links in the show notes here and you can check out Hot Sheets. The link is right there in uh, Karen's link tree. Also, you can go visit our website. All that information is there. Uh, including as well. So we just keep moving from project to project. So we've got science, chemistry, you're doing that, you're doing Hot Sheets, the band, uh, another band. Uh, and now also, you also have, a, and not now, I mean, you've been doing it, but you also have a podcast called 10 Bestest. Yes. Bestest. Bestest. <laughs> I know. <laughs> so yes. yeah, talk about that. Yeah. So that podcast I co-host with my dear friend, Brian Hart, and we've been doing it for almost five years. So here's another five-year-long project for whatever five reason. <laughs> yeah. And this show has been, it's been such an interesting ride because, so this is the premise of the show mm -hmm. is every week 
Brian and I each come in with five cool things and we call them our cool sheets, which is sort of a, a first time it's a play on the name hot sheets, my band, right. but it's also like, Oh, this is some cool shit that I want yeah. to share with you. And then we can use this euphemism um, yeah. because the podcast does air on our local radio station. So uh, we can't swear on it, but um, in any case, we each come in with five things and they can be anything. Like I could come in and I could talk about butterfly pea flower tea as, right. a, as a cool sheet. Um, I could talk about your, you know, this rocket uh, live that you do. I right. could talk about one of my other podcasts, like it could be anything. And so, um, and we only have two minutes each to just plow through it. And each person gets the floor. There's no interruption. And um, so essentially we're going boom, 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 back and forth, five things each. So by the end of the about half an hour, the listener has learned about 10 new cool things. And we're really concise with it so that people can like go, oh, wow, I wanna find out more. And then of course we have show notes. Um, or if they're not interested, they only have to wait two minutes, you know, and then it's on right. to the next thing. And so we are about to hit our 200th episode. Oh my and gosh, that's awesome. So you, I know. So if you do the math, we have talked about 2000 things over wow. the last puzzle. I know. Awesome. And I really, if you would have asked me that when we started, how long I thought it would last, I, I would think by the time we got to 2000, It'd be like, I, there's nothing left. I got nothing. But right. it actually has become easier, if that makes any sense. So I, it does make sense because I feel like once you start doing it, like you're much more open to things that could be cool. And you're like, oh, wow, that's cool. Yeah. I wouldn't have really noticed it before is cool. But now that you're doing the show, I think your perception is wider and more sensitive. So there yeah, are these like yeah, feelers. Exactly. Cool the cool, the cool yeah. sheet antenna is up. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's I think that's great, and that that's a that's a really cool topic. And you know what, too, I I also find things like that to be also very accessible to audiences because, you know, when people are looking for like, you know, podcasts to listen to, quick things like that, like I, I think people you know want to like I know myself personally when I listen to podcasts, there are certain kind of podcasts I'm gravitate I gravitate more towards too, and they usually have that sort of that list format or they're talking about one thing in particular and you know whether it's a movie or a show i mean i'm a giant you know nerd so you know give me a good star wars podcast any day and i'll, I'll sit there and i'll be completely fine but i love like music shows where they're talking about music and music lists and and so i think that this is cool because this is like real real things in like our world <laughs> that uh that we that we are existing with and i think that that's pretty wild because it does it does i think for the listener it makes you a little more perceptive to like Oh, wow, that is a cool thing. And then you start going on like that treasure hunt and then other things kind of start to pop out to you that maybe normally would have just like kind of fallen to the wayside. You know, you just wouldn't have seen them. Yeah, yeah totally. And I love that term you just used, treasure hunt. Yeah. So that's, we we help you on a, a treasure hunt or just. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So people who, people who listen, like our listeners, when we get them, they love it. Yeah. Um, the problem has just been growing our listenership. So um, if any of you, if this even gains us one new person, that would be awesome. Um, it's, we love what we do. We just do it because it's fun. And yeah. um, 
we hope people like it. So we'll definitely check out 10 bestest, which, which you can get at any platform. I, I mean, basically wherever you listen to podcasts. Yep. We right? are everywhere. Yeah. yeah. So make sure if you, if you dig that kind of, uh, if you dig that kind of material, which I, I don't know who doesn't, because it's like, everybody always wants to know about some cool stuff. Like it's just an easy thing to listen to. Uh, this is, this is a good one to check out. So make sure you go check out 10 bestest wherever you're listening to podcasts and hit that subscribe button. Will you? So that way you keep getting notified every time there's a new episode. See, I'll, I'll do that for you. That's Please, <laughs> yes, thank you. Um, but yeah, this is this is great. I feel like I can't even believe it's been like 45 minutes already. I mean, I feel like you yeah. and I could go on and on and on forever and ever talking about this. Um, I will ask you. Oh, we have another comment. Oh, <laughs> here we go. Oh, Melissa Stetcher. Sorry, I'm late. How do we support? I'm happy to be a listener. Well, there you go, Melissa. Go to uh, anywhere you listen to podcasts and check out 10 bestest hit the subscribe button on that and then that way you can you can be a supporter yep and if you go to 10 bestest.com that is that can guide you to any of those places we make it really easy for you to go there we make it really easy for people to rate and review which is also really important as you know chris so Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And once again, all these links to that we've been talking about are all accessible through the show notes here. Uh, you can click on it. You'll see it says Karen's links and that'll take you to her link tree where all her links are nice and neatly categorized for you to click on and support anything that she's doing from, uh, the science rockstar kids to her personal page, to hot sheets, to watching all the awesome videos that she's doing on TikTok and, and as we just discussed, uh, her podcast, 10 Bestest. So make sure you click on those links and, uh, yeah, and support, man. You got, got to support each other. And uh, yeah. and right below her link is my link, too. So under there, you can see all, all my stuff as well. Yes, uh, but, and I was going to say, and you have um, the Buy Me a Coffee. And so people should do that. I, I do have the Buy Me a Coffee. It's, it's something I, I recently just set up because I was like, you know, everybody started asking me about it. And. For a little bit, I was kind of like, eh, you know, I got so many other ways, but you know what? I was like, I might as well, I might as well do it. And you know what? And I got to be honest with you. It does. It does help. So uh, I would definitely ask that. Uh, yeah. If you'd like to show any kind of support, if you like the content that you listen to on here and, and uh, I, I would be really helpful if you could uh, go over to buymeacoffee.com backslash Chris Vagli C Vaglio, sorry. And, uh, and also this link is in the show notes as well. Uh, you can click on that and uh, feel free to buy me a coffee. And then also when you go over to 10 bestest, they have a buy me a coffee, buy them a coffee too, for crying out loud. You know, we're, we all got, we all got bills to pay. So, you know, that little bit, it, believe me, it, it goes such a long way. <laughs> more, more than, you know, more than, you it know, really does. It really I does. think anybody involved in podcasting and any kind of creativity understands that even the littlest tiny bit goes a long way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, even just the the feeling in our heart, like even if you're just giving a little bit of money, like, ah, like they went out of their way to do that. It's so amazing. It uh, It's exactly, yeah. It's, it's Sometimes it's more about the uh, the actual feeling that people actually are, are like listening and like, you know, really getting, really finding value out of, out of whatever it is that we're creating. That, that huh. goes a lot further a lot of times. So, and I also always say too, you know, another great way to show your support for anybody's creative projects. If you are a fan of someone's project, the best way to support them is honestly reshare links, 
talk about it in posts because it's a great way to expose the people in your network to the things that you like, such as this show. So if you find value in this show, in the interview that uh, Karen and I, the conversation Karen and I have been having today, please feel free to reshare that to your network. And as always, hit that subscribe button because that way you get updated every single time new episodes are dropped, whether you're listening to this on the audio version or you're watching this uh, on YouTube or the other places where I broadcast. Uh, it not only helps me grow the show, which is important, but more importantly, it helps the guests that I have on to reach a wider audience and talk about their message and share the things that they're doing. So that to me is one of the ultimate forms of support that you could absolutely do besides hitting the uh, buy me a coffee button. <laughs> but uh, oh, but, Chris, thank you so much for having me. Oh my gosh, this was so great. And thanks so much for, uh, for beaming in from Hawaii on during your Yay. vacation. I, I appreciate the, uh, the time uh, that you took today to, to hang out and, and talk to us. And, you know, it's just so exciting to finally have you on and, and, I, once again, I feel like we've been talking about doing this forever and ever. So it's nice that we were finally able to 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 make it happen and, and do this yeah. little conversation. And and I hope everybody out there like really really go and watch the stuff that Karen's doing and get involved in it because it is very cool. It's fun and it's like it's kind of like take your pick. It's like, do you want music? Do you want <laughs> science? Do you want uh, podcasts? Like you know, uh, and also like your TED your TEDx talk is is on YouTube as well. And those you have two of them. That you can watch which is that's awesome like you are just loaded with like all kinds of cool accomplishments so congratulations thank you i i feel like there's a book coming next right a book it could happen like like <laughs> a punk rock science textbook or something like, that. like a man like sci science for punks Ooh. the book yeah the book <laughs> and then the movie <laughs> yeah and it's like totally like done like punk rock zine style and it's just all oh, science yeah. experiments for punks yeah yeah but not the dangerous kind <laughs> not the dangerous kind that that's that's in the follow-up book that you have to be like 18 and older to buy or something like that the one, yeah just the one you get on the dark web <laughs> yeah <laughs> the, the dark was, web that was written by my doppelganger or yeah. whatever <laughs> <laughs> you have to come up with a doppelganger pen name to do the the right. the, the evil book. <laughs> right. Ooh, the evil Karen. We haven't talked about um, oh. the whole Karen thing. Oh, there, there's an evil Karen. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> well, you know, that whole Karen thing going around. Right, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I, yeah, I keep going, I swear I'm not an evil Karen. And anyway, people who know me know that I am not. Yeah. I'm not that Karen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the punk rock Karen. Yes. Well, this was awesome. Thank you so much for, for coming on. Really appreciate it. And, um, and once again, for everybody else, please go out, check out all of the links as we've been talking about. They're all in the show notes listed below and, and wherever you're watching or listening to this, they're, they're in there. So click on them, use them, show your support. Uh, really appreciate all of you. Any final words, Karen, before we, uh, before we wrap it up? I just want to remind everyone that even if you don't think you're a scientist, you are, and that it is so much fun to just delve into parts of you and curiosity that you might have and learn more about the world around you. And for my fellow scientists, like, rock on. Rock on. I love it.
Once again, just want to thank everybody for listening to another episode of the Rocket Life podcast. Please hit that subscribe button wherever you are listening to this. And also don't forget, you can watch the video version of this interview over on the Rocket Growth Agency YouTube channel. Just use the link in the show notes. Thanks again for listening and don't forget to rock it.